Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Um, this is Pastor Larry Honore Jr. Welcome to Power Prayer Ministries. Uh, we're going to continue on topic. And the topic, well, what we're talking about is reading each other's minds. And um, reading, I mean, watching that movie with Mel Gibson, Gibson and how he can read women's minds, they thought it was so awesome, so great, the most greatest thing. But what what I have learned in life, that is no way God has not given me the ability to read my wife's mind. Uh, people I date in friendships, uh, relationships, uh, even a relationship with coworkers. God never created me to read anyone's mind. A lot of times, uh, God give me insight. God say, before you go into work, uh, don't forget. Uh, to take care of this because they they looking at you today or they auditing people today. When if you go down that street, uh, don't go through that street going fast. There's a cop, so forth. But God had to communicate that to me. God had to tell me. Now there's another discussion. Say, well, uh, you know, uh, God wouldn't physically in your car. How would you know that? I said, God, you know the, the voice of God in your mind. And I'm going to tell you this. God is everywhere that I am. Everywhere I go, God is there. So just say I'm right now I'm talking to you all, and you all registering in your minds what I'm saying. Same way with God. So uh, when I meet people that say, um, he just got to know what he's doing. He just got to read. He got to read my mind. You know, she just had to get uh, with the program. I don't got time to be training a little child. Or I don't got no time to train a grown man or a grown woman. They just got to know uh, what I like. That's the most foolish thing that uh, I hear a lot of people say. You know, nobody don't want to communicate. I'm going I'm to I'm ask you. I'm just going to bring you back to some things. Um, when people date, and even though they uh, have relation, they dating or they married, or they, whether they got a divorce or they, you know, their wife or husband died, when they meet the new person, they just assume that they're just supposed to know everything they like. You got some women don't want the tar seat down. Some of them want it up. You got uh, some women don't, don't like kissing. Some men don't like the whole thing, but you gotta learn how to communicate. And and we and we at one point, and some of us still doing it. Uh, we treat God like that. We say, God, you should know what I need, Lord. You know, you created me, Lord. You know, you should know. And God said, remind me of the things of old. Remind me of my word. But God, you you created the the earth and the fools thereof. You created all the planets, the universe. You created 
heaven, you created hell. Lord, why can't can't you read my mind? Or Lord, why can't you just do this one thing for me? God, why I gotta pray to you and you know what I'm about to get into? Lord, why I have to do this and you know I, I need money, so why I need to pray? You know I need money. So many of us have a doubt that that attitude with God. God, you know I'm lonely. God, you you know I need a husband. And God said, you, you need to talk to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask you. Everybody online has children, had children, have children, raising children, uh, whatever you, uh, uh, one point or another. Now, you have, you, you ever had a case that your, your your child mumbled something, mm-hmm. and, and 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 most of y'all say, "What well, what you saying? What you want? Stop all that mama. Say what you want." Mm-hmm. You did that for something, really, really. You say no. Talk clearly. And and I'm gonna tell you this, and I see in so many parents. Now, I heard parents tell their children. You know, I don't read minds. I, I didn't know that you didn't like Jordans. I didn't know you wanted Kevin Durant. I don't uh, I don't read your mind. Now, I hear that talking with the children. But when they with they mate, whether it's a husband directing uh, a situation to the wife or the wife directing a situation to the husband, you just got to know what to do. You're a grown man. You're a grown woman. Or you should have knew that. You should have known that. But they had a conversation with their kids prior to their situation now. And what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, he said, I know what you need. I know you need healing. I know you need deliverance. But, God, I, I talk to you all the time, and it, it's nothing changing. And, and the Spirit of the Lord say, okay, yeah, I hear you. But uh, I'm going to help you out with this. Are you talking to me to move on it? Are you talking to me because you're complaining about it? Let me say that again. Spirit of the Lord say, are you talking to me? Do you want me to solve it? Are you talking to me to complain about it? Well, Lord, you're supposed to be God, and, and you, you know I need a new this and I need a new that. You should just know, Lord. You ain't going to get nowhere with God with that. I'm going to tell you how this. With mates or family members. Well, if you come to a family member and say, you, you know I was struggling, you know I ain't had the money for that, and they say, oh, I didn't know. Why you ain't saying that? You should just know. And some of y'all talk to God like, like he's your child, like, uh, like a dude off the street or a woman off the street. So you tell God, I really need help in this situation. And God say, once you start talking to him, and, and spend time with him and watch him move in your life like never before. But we, a lot of us grasp the attitude of the world. You should know this. You know, I, you know I, I, I hate when you go to a new company and the arrogance that is dis- displayed uh, with a new company. They just think you're supposed to know everything. You should know that's what we hired you for. And you know, 
I see a pro- the problem I've seen over the years working from for different companies is lack of communication. A person assumes that everybody's supposed to fall in line. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say the biggest problem why people getting fired and laid off is lack of communication. It's not always the employee. Most of the time it's the employer. They want to write you up on things that you're just not aware of. Uh, or when you in a crossroad and you say, look, I need to make a decision. And then uh, when you go back to why you made that decision, say, look, first of all, I contacted every form, uh, every the, the chain of command management with this situation. You did not answer your phone. You did not answer your email. And this problem been going on for several weeks. So to me, you did not uh, want to take the initiative or the courage to make a decision, so I made a decision. And they get mad because a lot of times they get mad because you took a, a step, a step of faith, uh, a step to, and, and they mad because they couldn't do it. So what they do, they wait on you to go out first, and whatever decision you make, and if it's a bad decision, they want to write you up, threaten, threaten your job, and different things. But then themselves never knew the answer. And and that's what and that's what I learned. You will not know everything. So men and women that's on this line on the internet, God has not created you to know everything. That's the biggest problem I see in most corporations, whether multi-billion-dollar companies million dollars or it's a small company. Lack of communication can destroy a lot of things within a marriage, a company, even a relationship, lack of communication. Um, like for example, many of you all have, what do you, have parents. You know you're older, you know certain things your parents like, but at the same time, it don't hurt sometimes find out what they really like. I'm going to give you an example. Um, my dad loved oatmeal pies and orange slices candy. Now, he's been eating that ever since I was little. And he also liked um, uh, ice cream, um, mainly vanilla. Now, when he's up in age, and, and just say he has an illness or sickness, if I go by there, he say, man, why you bought me that? Man, you trying to kill me? I can't eat that. I'm diabetic. Uh, uh, my my body can't, you know, uh, I get sick if I eat that candy. So what I have learned, and I'm learning, it's good to talk to people. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to say 10 years ago, I wanted a Cadillac Escalade. That was my favorite truck. But today I don't I don't I don't like them as much at all. To me, they're not all that great. They don't appeal to me like they used to. You know, now I like more of a, a Lexus, like the LX SUV, uh, more of a high end vehicle like a Sequoia or uh Affinity QX fifty six. 
it takes change. So what I have learned over the years, that's why it's so good to have a relationship with God because you think and say, well, God, I'm going to stay where I'm at right now. And you're doing everything you can to stay in Houston or Humboldt, Sugarland, wherever you stay, North Houston. Some of y'all might stay in Beaumont or another state. But you, you talk to God, yeah, God, I'm going to pay my house off and I'm going to do this and I'm staying where I'm at. But see, when you don't talk to God enough, God can be telling you, son, daughter, it's time for you to move. It's time to, I'm calling you to move to another city, another state. I'm telling you to get out that neighborhood because the property value about to drop in that neighborhood. You're going to lose your equity that you have in your house. Or a storm going to come. Or they're, they're, going, to, they're going to build a power plant. It could be many things. And God do bless you. And But see, when God blesses, a lot of us, we get fixated on staying there. But God bless them with this house, and he's blessing to pay it off, and it just ain't God for me to move. And we get stuck because we start communicating with God. God, uh, God have, you know, God said, I got new plans for you. I have different plans for you. Remember, God said your whole life is predestined. So many of us, what we do, we get stuck. Well, God, I always drove Chevrolets, always drove Ford, always drove Mercury's. Let me give you an example about a Mercury vehicle and a Saturn. They don't make them no more. But God said it's time to trade in that car. It's time to get rid of them. Well, God, why? God, you, God said it's time to get rid of it. And we get so fixated, we get so stuck in yesterday's blessing, and God's blessings don't run out. I was listening to a testimony uh, from uh, Pastor Jesse Duplantis, and he said, in heaven there's many gifts, there's many uh, presences. And so many things God has for us, but we don't ask for it. Are we in rebellion? Are we in disobedience? And God has different things. Uh, I remember a time I was I was in a house and and I had plans. I said I'm gonna pay this house off and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. But you know what? What I have learned that uh, things change. It was time to go, and now I look at things differently and say, "Lord, I want this in the house. I want that in the house. I want this." And you, you, you observe. So when I make a decision again, there's some things I'm petitioning before the Lord that I, I desire. And and, and I'm praying in the van, say, Lord, I don't want no no neighbors. And Lord, if you bless me to be with, with around some people, but Lord, let them have a heart of understanding. Let them have your heart. Lord, I pray that you if you if you had a 
uh, put angels around me as people. Lord, I'd rather do that. I want people, you know, when I was coming up, you had neighbors, you look out for each other. When I was coming up, you all watch over one another. The one neighbor going through, you help them. They don't do that no more. Everybody needs, not everybody, but a lot of people in their own uh, self, number one person, which is them. I want people that, you know, around me that loves God first, and and not stuck up or not afraid to say hi. That that's what I'm praying for. I don't need nobody that if you if you bring something in your house, they're looking at you crazy. Usually bring uh, ten bags of groceries home. This day you bring home twenty. They looking at you crazy. And that and that's my prayer. You know, I you know I want somewhere that I have peace and rest, and God is there all the time. So that's my prayer. But you have to learn to talk to God. And and uh, I'm gonna tell you this: I was uh, listening to Dr. James Dobson, and he was saying, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he was saying that. As men, I'm going to just say as men, when your wife comes to you with a problem, you want to quick to solve it. But a lot of times, the woman don't want you to solve the problem. She just wants you to listen to her. And I say, wow. You know, as same with, with wives. You know, with your children. Your children just want to talk to you. Well, mom, I'm going through at school and this going on, that's going on. And we, as a parent, we say, nah, nobody don't touch my baby. Nobody don't talk crazy to my baby. But sometimes they don't want you to solve it. They want to handle it. And once they handle it, they have to feel confident about themselves. So that's the things when we talk to God. Do we want God to handle it? Or we just want to be just a mouthpiece? Or just, just need somebody to talk to we we have to learn that we like what our communication with God has to go deeper than than what we normally do amen um as coming up in different backgrounds of uh, of the Pentecostal church, you know it was like, oh, ask God for this, oh pray tablet before the Lord, fast a hundred days a year. And you go through all them rituals of stuff. But we was never taught to have a relationship with God. And that's a lot of things we have struggled with, having a relationship with God. And I'm going to tell you, let's make care with this. There's people who have a relationship with God's word, but don't have a relationship with God who wrote the word. You got people coming as God with his own word. But you got people like that. They read the word to to come against God. Get a relationship with the Heavenly Father. Get a relationship with Jesus. Watch things flow. It can't be sometimes. I'm going to tell you this. 
We talk to so many people about our problems. And now one time we go to God. And we go to these not, not, people ain't thinking about God, ain't thinking about church. And we always go before those people. And that, you know, um, what I've been witnessing, he learned to go before God. Amen. Amen. I'm a. I'm a go into prayer, and after prayer, I'm a go into God's word. Right now, I'm, um, I'm not mad at the devil. I'm mad at myself. For years, you've been telling me, you come against that devil. You tell the devil where to go. So many years I've been arguing and fighting with the devil. And it took Dr. Charles Stanley to teach me something last night. I was listening to him. He said in the word of God in Luke chapter 4, he said Jesus did not argue with Jesus. Jesus did not argue with the devil. Jesus said, uh, it is written, Satan. Uh, get thee behind me, Satan. Come out of him, Satan. Be 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 healed. Be healed. And be healed. And we've been arguing with the devil. We've been we've been arguing with him. Devil, you get my stuff back. I'm coming to you, I'm tearing your whole kingdom down. Say then I'm gonna tell you we've been fussing. But listen to that. I say, man. And that's why the word of God say, let your words be what? Few. Let your words be few. And that taught me a valuable lesson. I bet <laughs> I remember a time back in 2001, 2002. Me and this minister guy was going through that name and claim. Name it and claim. Going to explain all on people's vehicles. Riding in it, name and claim. And you know I ain't getting nothing out of that. All I got, all the lesson I learned, I became a, a materialistic dummy. I came more materialistic. In a relationship with God, I became more of a person that asked God than to pray. And I learned I'm glad I didn't get half a, a lot of stuff that I put prayed over. Because I'll be sitting here having dead up to my neck with the name and the climate generation. And you know, and, and then all those vehicles, that was back in 0102. Like uh, Lincoln Navigators was very popular, as well as Cadillac Escalade. It was like the top two SUVs at that time, 01, 02 era. And, you know, 
Let's say them vehicles old and dusty and all kinds of stuff. But what what I have learned, you just you have to grow up as a realization. Lord, I just I was just wanting it because the preacher said it, but I really don't want that. See, I'm gonna help y'all with this. If God tell me to get it, God, if I desire that, God will make a way. Well, all that stuff, I didn't. You know, it was so funny. I don't thank God. This Lord changed my mind. I never bought a Ford product. Never, never bought a Ford, a Mercury, had a Monster, had a Monster car, which is part of Ford. But other than that, I'm not a big fan of Ford. Well, Clavis stuff that I really didn't want, but just just going along. But I, I what I'm learning now, I, I don't I don't look for fillers. I'm looking for this uh, stability. When I say fillers, um, a dollar burger, are you going to talk about get one on a dollar bean burrito? I call them fillers. Or a rental car, that's a filler. Apartment, that's a filler. But it's a temp job, that's a filler. But it's not stability. But eventually you need real food. You need real food. You need you need stability. And that's what I'm looking for, stability. Get old moving around and doing this and doing that, just doing stuff off a drop of a, a hat. I want substance. The only way you get substance is through God. Substance. Let me tell you this. At one point, I was, I burned up YouTube, listen to preachers, listen to that preacher, that pastor, that bishop, that bishop. Which was good words, but I wasn't. It was fillers, but they it wasn't stability because only I get stability through Christ. Everything in this world is void. This is something I learned. Praise God! It's good to get a new vehicle, a new house. But after a second, third payment, paying on it, it's just a house, it's just a vehicle, or even clothes, TV, electronics. And what I have learned uh, through the years, you want substance, you want stability. And don't be scared. Thank God for stability. I don't. I know this world is getting much closer with darkness and um, much much um, evil, wickedness, crazy laws. But through it all, I can have stability and peace. 
Amen. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer before I go into God's word. Amen. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you're about to do. Lord, I ask you that I decrease that you can increase in my life. And Lord, I pray that you give me a word for your people this day. Not my will, but your will, Father. Not my way, but your way, Father. Lord, I lift up Evangelist Thompson. I lift up um, I lift up Michelle. I lift up Minister Charlene, Father. And Lord, I pray you bless them greatly. And no weapon formed against them will prosper. Lord, I pray that they all will get a relationship with you. And, Lord, we just love you and we thank you. And, Lord, we just say thank you for all the many things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm going to go into Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. Praise God. Amen. Say, uh, Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, it say, don't love money. Be satisfied for what you have. What God has said, I would never fail you. I would never abandon you, this New Living Translation. And also, so we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Now, I'm going to read this out of the King James Version. It says, let your your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things as ye have. But he has said, I will never leave thee or forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, I want to help everybody. Those who who played a lotto, played bingo, that is your choice. Many people have different scriptures on it, uh, whether it's pro or against it. But I'm going to tell you this. Only way we can have faith in God is miracles that he put in our life. Uh, I mean, yes, I go through things like any person on this earth, but God brought me out of some deadly stuff, some horrible situations. Some terrible things, and I know it was God. Even things I thought was bad, it worked out for my what, for my good. 
Yeah, and I just want to tell everybody that I have to trust God, even though it don't even, it don't, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. All, all I know, God promised me this, and I don't understand why he gave me this. I just don't understand. But I'm, I'm going to say this. If I play the lotto and say I win, I really can't trust God in finances. I can't tell a person that God can bring you out if you just believe. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Somebody give me a lot of tickets. I'm like, that's, that's different. <laughs> I ain't going to get all religious. Oh, brother, that's the devil. But at the same time, I can't really tell people, I, I play the lucky number. I play my birthday, my daughter's birthday, my wife's birthday, my son's birthday, my dead grandma's birthday. I remember these numbers, two, two, keep popping up in the dream. I have a book. If you see a train, it means seven. Hours. But I, I just want God to just bless everybody so beyond your imagination that you would trust him. The lotto system is nothing but a game of whoever invented it. I don't see I don't see the lottos happening to schools like they're supposed to. So we bring the lotto system. It's going to help the public schools. It's going to help this. It don't do none of that. Our public schools still suffering. That's why every month, every other month, these schools selling something to your kids. But we have to find ways to trust God and it's doing miracles in this life. That's what I learned. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, ask God for a miracle. So, God, I need a miracle. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 8, 6 to 8. Romans chapter 8, 6-8. For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is an enemy, on some translation, an enemy, Against God, for he is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. So then they that are are in the flesh cannot please God. I'm going to read this our new live translate. You know why I switch back between translation? It's because I remember, um, you know, it's the same. Um, 
when I used to talk to you with good sense, you act like you can't hear me. But when I fussed and hollered at you and had to put it down to you in kindergarten, you, you, you understand me now. So, well, I put in different translations, not because you, you lack hearing or you lack wisdom. I, I do in different translations because you can break it down. I will help you out with this. In order for me to be, anybody to be good in pre-calculus or calculus or trigonometry, the first four things you learn in uh, grammar school is addition, subtraction, division, and multiplication. You you need those four things. You can say whatever you want. You can't go in life just multiplying and adding. Because sometimes some things need to be subtracted. Subtraction is not a bad thing. Some people think because you subtract, that is a bad thing. Let me help you with this. Uh, a, a person that has a garden, they love garden, they have a green thumb. they always pruning, they cutting away dead stuff, they cleaning up weeds, they doing, they're keeping the garden up. They have a fence around it to keep away from critters. And, um, some people have scarecrows. I went to one place they had this, like, it's like an owl. And it's a fake owl, but it makes a screeching noise. And most birds are afraid of owls. So, what I have learned. That um, you gotta cut dead stuff off. You gotta cut people off of your life. You gotta cut things out of your life. That cut away bad habits because they will eventually destroy you. Now I'm gonna go to Romans chapter eight and read our new living translation to say, "So let your sinful nature control your mind lead to death. Your sinful nature, your sinful nature is your mind." I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, I have social media. I have Twitter. And I also have Instagram. No fool with Facebook. And I can tell a lot by a person what they post. And I can tell them they of God or they of the world. Now, I've seen this how I've seen people all of a sudden post heavenly scriptures and beautiful scriptures and the next day posting cuss words or have new pictures or new whatever they dealing with new pictures or they posting something about they smoking a blunt or something. Now, and and I can kind of tell and what comments people write. They cussing and saying all kind of negative things. And you can tell a lot actions speak louder than words. But if you let your sinful nature con, uh, control you, your mind, your flesh, eventually going to lead you to death. Tell you this. Uh, people don't tell you if you're a person that that's uh, sexual, being sexual is not a sin if you're married, and you sleep with many different people. Eventually, it's gonna eventually gonna tear your body down. I'm gonna tell you this. You can practice safe sex all day long, but doing hoarder max, adultery, fornication, a lot. You don't repent. It starts tearing your body down. 
you can be 30 years old and you look like you're 40. He's like, I know this young lady. I thought she was every bit of 35. That girl was 22, 23. Because she just didn't, she went, whatever her mind told her to do, she did it. She was on drugs. She poured around. She popped pills. She did whatever she wanted to do. But it, it, it's, uh, I, God going to deliver her. But those things will take you to death. I remember I was watching this show called Intervention. And this guy, he used to drink, right? Uh, it was like a liter of vodka. He, he might have had two or three liters of that a day, because the excuse was he was uh, he was a bodybuilder. He was, a, uh, you know, uh, take these supplements, and when he got off the supplement, he would start craving craving vodka. But people tell him, man, you need to lay off that. It's killing you. It's destroying. Now leave me alone. I, I'm a, my own person. He. He was just totally rebellious. I'm my own man. I don't listen to nobody. I'm this, I'm that. I'm, you know. But eventually, he let his nature control his mind, and he ended up dying. It wasn't a month later, two weeks later, he died after they cast the show. So, uh, but reading the second part of the verse, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to help you out with this. I thought I admire people, whether uh, people that always stand up for themselves. They they don't they don't bite their tongue. I always admire that. But at the same time, it's not always a peaceful situation. If you continue to confront everybody, out of all of them confront, somebody's going to confront you. But what I learned, and and uh, you know, you ever just prayed and laid before God, and then you had the same scenarios at work or at your home, but nothing faced you because you kept your mind on God, you kept your mind on Jesus, and he was like, "Wow, you stayed there." That's why I tell everybody: return back to your first love when you're excited for the things of God. Now I'm gonna help you out here. If you know the question I have asked, did you get saved? Because you love God, you want you ain't want to go to hell, or you got saved because you knew your life needed change, or you got saved because you need God to answer this prayer for you. That's the question you need to ask yourself. But you got saved because you experienced the awesome feeling of God, and you want your life to change. We all need to turn back to our first love, which is God. When we first gave our life to Jesus, we need to return to that, and they gave you life and peace. You know, when I first gave my life to the Lord, you know, my situation didn't change. I had a situation that that was the same, but I had peace. I had peace. Amen. Verse 7, for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. Your sinful nature. I'm just so rebellious. Your sinful nature is always against the things of God. It's your sinful nature.
That's your sinful nature. It don't, it don't, it don't want to obey God. It never wants to obey God's law, and it never will. That's why That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature, they never please God. So when you uh under your sinful nature, you don't want to obey God, or when you just you enter yourself, it's your sinful nature. Your sinful nature don't want to please God. Your sinful nature don't want to always eat the right food. Your sinful nature don't always want to pray. There's always an enemy with God. But you got to take a stand. I'm going to help you with this. Your sinful nature is going to take you right to hell. This flesh is going back to the dirt, and either you're going to go to hell or heaven. But your flesh is going back to the dirt. Your flesh is not going to heaven. Your flesh is not going to hell with you. But you got to make a choice who you are going to serve. Amen. Amen. I just thank God for everybody that's here. Anybody that want to give your life to the Lord, I encourage you to do that. Tomorrow's not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. Next hour is not promised to you. I encourage everybody to give your life to the Lord. Make that decision today. Everybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me a turn life. Take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. I just thank God for everybody who gave your life to the Lord. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.